Hello, everybody, and welcome to Soccer Rangers in Space, a podcast about everything that you probably hate, conventions, cosplay, and nerddom in general, with me, Robert the Red Ranger. I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. I'm Amy. I'm the Pink Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. I'm John. I'm the Silver Ranger. And we're That's here so today normal. to... Yes. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like we actually rehearsed something, and we didn't at all. Guys, we said our names. We I'm did. I'm so proud of us. Nobody stuttered over each other. It was great. Nobody did a stupid voice or spoken pig Latin or called themselves a sexy one or any of these. Well, I mean, I think it's very obvious that, you know, Clearly, there was only one of us that could be the sexy one. And that person doesn't need to speak up, because I think everybody in Radioland understands who that is. That's right. I don't know. Have you, you seen know. Cole's hair? <laughs> no, you haven't, because this is an, an auditory medium, of course. <laughs> uh, Cole has... What's that fucking guy on the romance novel covers? Fabio hair? Fabio. Cole has Fabio. He's Colbio. Fabacol, Fabacol, Fabacol comes riding into the podcast on a spaceship horse. Except it's brown and not blonde like Fabio. <laughs> I have some highlights. Cole what? always rides his uh, spaceship horse around. Steed. The metallic steed. He rides that metallic wind. steed. Space wind in his hair and a woman clinging around his waist. <laughs> now, if only he was Rick. Yeah. He yeah right now, everybody has a very different impression opposite. as to what, who Cole is and who he actually is. Cole like... sits on his steed and rips a piece of paper. Oh, yeah. I'm ripped. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the closest I'm ever going to have to abs. Yeah, right Right now, um, there's somebody out there that's just like, wow, this cool guy sounds actually kind of attractive, and then we just totally killed it. Yeah. People are just sending fan mail like, hey. <laughs> just Let's just it, him guys. flowing hair, riding that Sibine. I mean, Steed. <laughs> I like it. I like it, Cole. All right. Well, this went off the, the rails quick. <clears throat> I'm excited for all the pussy you're going to get through email. Women will email you their pussy. Wow. Snap. It's the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be so scared to open up my email the next time we get a notification. It doesn't happen uh, often, but when it does, I'm always terrified. Now I'm going to be extra terrified. A-T-T-N colon Cole. Parentheses. <laughs> do not open Rob. And parentheses. Yes, please. That would be very nice. Please, I th I think there's at least somebody out there that likes me still. <laughs> I know yeah, I'm the one that makes Rob... a lot of controversial <laughs> statements, but I hope that somebody out there still likes me. Rob still appreciates your pussy in email form, but politely declines. Yes, yes, that's uh, that that's a nice way of putting it. Uh, politely decline the puss. Yeah. Turn and push. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, gonna, this couldn't get much more. Saying? You're just you just keep docking. Just keep <laughs> yeah. saying things. I thought I was the one who did this. Yeah, I know. I know. Amy has uh, Amy's apparently going for your job, man. How do you feel about that? What's my uh, job? Communications, clearly. 
Yeah. 10-4 Roger Dodger. Blueberries are in the muffin mix. Over. <laughs> the connection goes all static on us. Unbelievable. <laughs> right on cue yes, every this time. Is, this is really authentic static. Actual static. We're going through a tunnel right now. Can only hear every other word. A tunnel in space? A space tunnel. <laughs> a black hole. I think that might. I think some of the emails might not make it to us while we're in this black hole, though. I uh, I can only hope so. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about what we actually came here for. Nothing. What nothing at all. We, we are here for? to talk about absolutely nothing. This is basically a Seinfeld episode. We never talk about anything. That's the trick. I know. I think we do, but we don't. It's exactly. all a ruse. All a clever ruse. La rouge. La rouge. <laughs> No, but seriously, uh, I just said red. <laughs> the red. <laughs> yes, you did. I was just hoping that you would say it. You did. I, I, I win. I I got me. Fucking, fucking got, got me. Got him. I got got. So, crafting stuff. Yes, I yes. Want, as, I as, want... I hold, as I hold my got to be glue hairspray and contemplate just killing myself with it. <laughs> well, fucking name drop there, bud. What yeah. are you doing? Jeez. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored yet. <laughs> I was using that today too. That is that is the stuff I use for my wigs too. It yeah. it has it's got it's got power. Yeah. I don't buy the gel, I just spray the hair hairspray into my palm <laughs> and then put it on my wigs. I... <laughs> yeah. Um... Not recommended. It makes no, your not hands not at all. Uh, well, and shiny. So, My hand is still shiny, and I did this two hours ago. <laughs> it it is it is in fact an actual plastic. Yeah. You're spraying plastic into your hair, and so you just basically plastic coated your hand. So that's like a layer of like yeah plastic on your hand right now. If you're gonna put anything on your hand, make it Elmer's white glue because it's satisfying to peel off. <laughs> I will admit I did that a lot when I was younger. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Hashtag relatable content. <laughs> Carl, are you paying attention to class? Nope. <laughs> Tyler, you know me so well. You know me oh, for a I long, long time. Well. Of course well. I wasn't. Of course well. I wasn't fucking paying attention in class. Tyler, well. Tyler's like, you fool. You're not supposed to rub it on your hands. You drink it like this. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why he went to a separate school for me for five years, for, two, for oh, eight years. In size. Eight years? No, less than eight years. Because uh, there's only eight eight grades, nine grades, oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Seven years. Fucking this guy. This guy over here. Oh, yeah, it was after grade Does, one. Doesn't right. do math. Speaking of grades, there are also many grades of spray adhesive. <laughs> all right, all right. Regain composure, everybody. Come on, let's bring this together. We are a semi-professional podcast. Let's act semi-professional. Ooh, squirrel. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, close hair. <laughs> Where'd my finger go? <laughs> I had it just a minute ago. Uh, the uh, rate we're going, probably Amy ate it. I mean, that that's the only way that we can descend into any more madness tonight. I was just talking about random stuff. Just yeah, no. Uh, seriously, though. Seriously. Composure. 
We want to talk. We're getting into we're getting into the cosplay crafting mood because we've all been working on a lot of stuff lately. Yeah, it's I, I actually have been finding this kind of cool because you guys are actually really motivating me. So I have been largely out of the cosplay scene. I hate to say the last couple of years, at least compared to how I used to be. You know, I would make twelve costumes in 2011 for various people, and. The last about four or five years, just because of living circumstances more than anything else, I haven't been able to do as much as I used to. And it's been kind of bumming me out. and It's been hard to get excited about cosplay. And this year, I don't know. It seems like everybody around me, and I don't know if anybody else is feeling this way. This could be some weird cosmic thing, or it could just be us in our local circle. Everybody around me has just been getting, seems like, pretty pumped like everybody seems to be on top of their stuff we're trying to get stuff done really early this time around like this is the first year where i think that everybody in my hotel room might actually have their shit done before the convention which has literally never happened ever i'm trying to think about the time i'm trying to think of the times that we've stayed together and because i know the only time i could think of that no the last time i was there we everyone had their costumes done it's amazing. Uh, we, no. we were still having to tweak some stuff, man, because we didn't have the uh, clouds put together. We didn't have. Uh, oh. no, I broke. The, I broke the swords on the way in. So that. Was oh right, yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, we were working on lots of stuff that time. Yeah, uh, yeah, we weren't working on full costumes. We were working on a lot of things for cosplay. Chess. Sierra making her head. That was the year before. That was yeah. the year before. Oh yeah, she was trying to make a whole Five Nights at Freddy head. Yeah. In the hotel room. Yeah, there's varying degrees of it. Some people like straight up bring a sewing machine to con, and it's just like ah, uh, like uh, there, there's a know, limit to that. Sometimes I bring stuff where I'm like, I'm gonna glue this on this, or like I brought a book to like make, I don't know, to paint, and I didn't do it. I never do it. I, I bring sometimes side tasks, and I'm like, this isn't important enough. I'd rather be with my friends. Yeah. But to some people, it is. And no, that means it's... stress. And I don't, that's a hard rule for me. Hard no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I really never like having to do cosplays in the hotel room. Uh, I've had to do that twice and would rather not ever do that again. What were those times? Uh, let's see here. One of them was El Tivo, the horse. Uh, when Tyler and <laughs> did the great <laughs> and mighty gods, Miguel and Tulio. You that didn't take very long. That didn't take very long. No, because I had the head done ahead of time. That was well, just you. Situ- you had the head you were working on the year before, weren't you? No, no, I wasn't working on that head then. No, I thought you you had that costume like planned out or something the year before when we first did Miguel we, and Tulio. I had talked about it and I had kind of templated stuff, but no, that was a fresh head. Hmm. Hmm. No, that hmm. that was a weird one for me because. Like I said, this is only the second time that that had happened. And the first one was just something came up last minute and it's like, okay, okay, plans are changing. I got to go and work with this. Uh, That one was unique because I had worked out everything to actually borrow one from a local theater company that I knew a couple of people that were in, including the uh, warehouse manager. And somebody had checked out the horse costume without telling anybody. And basically everybody thought it was stolen until like two weeks after the con was over. Uh, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. No, because I thought I had everything worked out. It wasn't going to be a perfect horse for it. But, you know, it was, you know, a 
It was a furry horse. It was white. Yeah, it was. It, it was looked white. like a horse. That's all that mattered. That People that was really it. Horse. It was a white horse, and it's like everybody okay, figured cool. out what. And even the cre- the one that we ended up having to do at the last minute, like we literally did the pants and the shirt. We did the pants, in- yeah, we did the pants on the top because uh, at that point I had just started a new job a couple of months beforehand, and I actually wasn't really living anywhere. I was staying on my sister's couch uh, during the work week because she was closer to the territory that I was driving around as a product rep. And the rest of the time I was living with my parents on the weekends. So I really didn't have a place to go and do a lot of stuff. So like three days before the convention, I'm literally hot gluing uh, upholstery foam together and going and putting on some really cheap uh, faux fur all over the top of it. And just hoping to God that it turns out okay. And some googly eyes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, although we, yeah, we actually ended up not using the googly eyes. It, it, it looked better just with the Paper marker on different material. Yeah. Uh, and I actually am pretty happy with how the head turned out. Their body was pretty terrible, but, you know, it worked for the moment. People exactly. got it. Yeah, it was about Miguel and Tulio. I was basically just there as support. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, were you, were... you were my support. You're my support. You shielded my shame. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Artivo, shield me. That was so <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm changing. <clears throat> yeah, no, that was that was a lot of fun to do. Uh, but yeah, having to go and work on that in the middle of the night in the hotel room was uh, not fun. Although I will say, those pants made for an excellent pillow uh, <laughs> on the kitchen floor. <laughs> hmm. So that's I where I slept that Friday night. <laughs> why? Why is? Do people just get really excited about stuff and then procrastinate a lot? I think that's mm-hmm. most of it. Mm-hmm. I do think that there are some legitimate circumstances with a lot of it, but I think procrastination makes for a lot of it. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. Like, if you're so excited to work on things, you think you'd want to work on things. I. I don't well, think it's so much that they're excited about working on it, though. I think they're excited about the idea of doing something. It's not that they're so much excited about having to work to get to that something. Oh, well, my God. Yeah. There could also be procrastination, but there could also be, like, l- stuff that happens as well at, like, work or something. Well, yeah, Hold I mean. Back a little, too. Things yeah. also don't always go to plan. Like, True. when you think something will work for a process and it doesn't, you know, you have to stop and replan and then you get slowed down, like. I, I just have had this happen to me where I am going to a con this weekend and I'm like, I'm going to speed build something new and I have three weeks, but I should probably be able to finish it in one weekend. And I tried to, and I'm like, no. And it was a dress and, you know, you notice more, the longer you look at your reference picture too, you notice more aspects of it and, and all that. So I don't See, know. That's uh, the thing with my, re- I always find as many reference pictures as I can and then normally on like my coffee breaks, I just sit there staring at this one image on my phone for 15 minutes each coffee break. And I'm, I'm just sure working at really popular the work break room. <laughs> I, I'm very quiet. And I just sit there looking at my phone and then I just stare at, like that's what I did. I just stare at one part and I like just build it off in my mind of how to do this thing over and over. And, and then by the time I get home, please I just say go, that someone's looked over your shoulder. And then just saw you staring at this one part the entire time and go, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, no, man, that's that. Uh, they, they'd be like, oh, that's Tyler. He's he's just looking at a thing. 
He's doing his one thing. He's looking at some kind of anime or something. Whatever. Always. Now, so, Tyler, you and I are not that different in that way because that's normally how it works for me. I'm finding myself in a weird position this year. So, most of the time I'm doing something from a video game or from an anime, something along those lines, and I'll just analyze all the little details on there, like you said. Yeah. And just figure out how I'm going to do it. And then sometimes I end up revising my process or just completely redoing it when I have a better idea down the road. But it's like, okay, Ugh. that's Ugh. for the most part how I, I work. I don't have that effort. I, I, yeah. I'm lazy, though. So I yeah. want to do it efficiently once. And if I have to do it another time, just like, fuck it. It's good enough. Yeah. I don't want to go back and do that again. I'll just yeah. normally just ruin it at that point where you'd have to do it. But yeah, go on. Yeah. yeah so, I don't enjoy redoing. I I actually like refining costumes. I know I'm a weird one that way, but that's actually something I really enjoy. But this year I'm finding myself in a weird ass situation because one of the costumes I'm working on and like I've been working on it kind of passively for the last couple of years, but now I'm like actively doing it. And it's from a live action series. And I'm finding myself in this weird position where no matter how much I study details on things, as I'm working on it and as I'm watching back the source material, I'm realizing little elements of design that I never considered, no matter how much I analyze still photos where it's like, oh, how are they dealing with this problem? Oh, shit, that's how they're dealing with that problem. It's like, no matter how much research I do, I'm still finding more. I yeah. have so much respect for... uh actual professional costumers when they're doing this stuff for TV and film. Cause Oh my God, what I am going through with this, it's been fun and rewarding, but even what I had worked out going into this a month ago to start building elements, I've had to shift so many things that it basically feels like I'm working on a whole different project than what I started with. But at the same time, though, professional costumers have a team of maybe 30 or more. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. Cosplayers are one man, do it everything. You one know? to two. One Complete to two. Styling, make makeup artist, seamstress, seam seamster, tailor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> seamster. No, no, guys, guys don't do that. <laughs> uh, you know, foam smith. Yeah. Uh, just everything. Power tools. Yeah. Wood, wood person, carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's definitely some people have their strengths and weaknesses, and you'll see that in their cosplay. They'll favor things out of that. Uh, Cole's point is, yeah, if sometimes there are two people working on one costume, oftentimes they're like a couple or something. Uh, but then that's like when you get a, like a real powerhouse of stuff. Here's something that I've noticed, by the way. I wanted to bring this up as when you say when you when you brought up couple. Whenever mm. I see a couple cosplay. Nine times out of ten, like if you see it, like if it's like a video that goes like popular online, it's always a guy in a big costume, the girl is support. What do you mean? Oh. Support? Okay, I see what you mean. Like, um, like handlers or handler or secondary character. Yeah, like the like a common one I saw. There was a there was a duo that goes to New York Comic Con, I think. And um, he did Bumblebee one year, um, or not Bumblebee? Um, I think yeah, he, he did Bumblebee. Like yeah, he did Transformer, Bumblebee. and yeah. he also, but he also did like the Walker from Avatar. Mm. Okay, and hmm. his wife was a Navi. That's not an accessory cosplay. That's like a full thing. 
It's full what, body paint. That, that's true. I, right. I, I do but, know, but what you know what I, but I know, but, but that, that's, yeah, that's an yeah. option, but there's other times when it's like the husband, it's a two man person team working on the husband's, um, what's it called? Uh, war hammered commando we- uh, outfit. Power Space armor. Marine. Power <laughs> armor. Thank you. Yeah. I don't play Warhammer, so I don't really know the name. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Ro- then the wife's there tanks. in like just general, like a general outfit, just as a kind of a side thing. But she's more of a hammer than anything else. I think hmm. it goes both ways. I yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I don't. I, like, I don't see it a lot. Like I do also see that where it's the opposite, where the husband isn't cosplaying whatsoever, and the one and the girl is the one that's doing the. Uh, Ah, but is that normally a sexy cosplay? I <laughs> no, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, not always though. I, I get what Cole's saying because yeah, when it comes to the big, overly elaborate costumes, yeah, I do notice guys have a tendency to do that stuff way more often. You know, the number of times I've seen somebody walking around as a dark knight of you know any sort of fantasy incarnation around a con, compared to say something over the top like Airs of Scarlet with. Uh, God, I'm trying to remember what the name of that one armor set is. I mean, Which it is one? like ten to one in that way. But on the flip oh, side, oh, you mean like the fast, the speed one? Or are you ta- are you talking sexy? Or you're talking evil, like heavy. I'm talking about heavy. You know, just big, big, okay, you know, big, yeah. big female fantasy armor. You know, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of contrasting there. I don't see a lot of female cosplayers doing that as often as male cosplayers. But on the flip side, most of the time when I do see a couple cosplaying together. It's either something where they're on the same level or if somebody is excelling in that situation, normally it is a female and something that's of a high technical level. Not necessarily, you know, big, impressive armor builds and all that stuff, but really a high quality, high detailed uh, outfits. And then you've got a guy as a handler to make sure that nothing gets caught you know going through entryways or keeping people from stepping on a train and all that stuff so yeah i mean it goes both ways really but i I get what you mean cole i I do understand Mm -hmm. where you're coming from okay yeah i don't know it's uh man but like some some people that do cause i guess that's also uh um uh how do i say this uh uh the other what i thought cole was really gonna say is that he sees couple cosplays of a girl and a guy, and then it's oftentimes it's just like I think more often than not, it's the girl is just a cosplayer and she just hoodwinks hoodwinks, <laughs> hoodwinks yeah. her, her significant other into cosplaying with her. She's yeah, like, she makes that's, both the it's a thing. And... <laughs> Rob's the exception, he tries to hoodwink Rihanna and his wife into cosplaying. Yep, and it worked. <laughs> no, nope. it didn't work. No, no didn't he commissioned work. me to make her a costume and she never wore it. Yep. It doesn't work. She will not be hoodwinked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's why I claimed Amy as my cosplay wife. Granted, I'm never going to get anything out of it, but damn it, at least she'll cosplay with me. I thought John was your cosplay wife. No, no, he's my cosplay husband. Oh. I'm oh. a cosplay polygamist. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so is Amy. I mean, she's got like seven uh, cosplay husbands. Most of them are in this room. Only three. Yeah. <laughs> Only three. Yeah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> not you, Cole. So <clears throat> I know. Well, I yeah. I I've cosplayed, never... cosplayed with John more than anybody else, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but he's cosplayed your dad more often than not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not like a cosplay. I don't know. Like I also am really hesitant to cosplay with any of my male friends who are in relationships. I get really nervous about that because especially if you're like a cos if you're cosplaying a couple and you aren't a couple. Things get weird. 
Yeah. Uh, people ask for certain poses. Uh, their girlfriend might get upset with you or frustrated with you. You know what I mean? I and can you tell can you right connect. now, if we ever do have to do something like that, I'm pretty sure mine will be fine with it. Yeah, I was going to say, Cole's literally will not care. Mine is going to be like, oh, it's Amy. Mine will probably and encourage picks. it. For a lot of people, though, it's kind of a respect thing. I generally oh, yeah. will only cosplay with like my single friends or my friends who I know their significant other very well. I, so, I, I don't know. I think that's just being smart, quite honestly. Especially I think with it is too. I don't want anyone pissed at me. Well, yeah, I mean, especially with how toxic a lot of the you know cosplay culture can be a little bit weird. We've seen a lot of weird drama pop up that isn't actually based in reality. And I can just imagine shit getting started. It's like, I cannot believe you cosplayed with that slut. She's not a slut. Yeah. I don't know. People mm. are just silly. and I, I'm very lucky that I've only had stalkers like that and never a relationship. Because <laughs> I know plenty of people that have been in those relationships and it never ends well. Well, anyway, that was a downer. Let's talk about what we're working on. I'm all sad now. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> let's let's get let's get happy. Let's get happy. Let's let's go and talk about not so much what the actual costume is we're doing, but just has anybody tried something new recently? Has anybody been doing something different that might inspire somebody listening to this? Sounds like we're all using Sintra for stuff lately. I, Sintra. Yeah. <laughs> I have a quick. I have a quick question. Actually, yeah. when it comes to materials, mm-hmm. go hard. Okay. Because, okay, a, a costume that I've been working towards for a long time, including growing my hair out and also trying to lose weight, is um, a costume that I've been wanting to do for years. It's it's the um, a standard outfit for Connor. Uh, not for Connor, for... Um, uh, I can't even remember the name. From Assassin's Creed Rogue. And Shay Colmack. Thank you for Shay. For some reason, I kept calling him Sean. Anyway, um, but anyways, I was just thinking, because a lot of the Assassin's Creed outfits from around the revolutionary era that they have, have a decent amount of like a weather type kind of like cross weave type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, I was like, is there a good, like, obviously there's weather, there's pleather, there's things like that. But is there anything that would work kind of well as a secondary like as a secondary, like uh, this is totally leather. Like, yeah. like if you don't pay close enough attention, it's leather. Like that type of thing. That's what pleather is, really. You can yeah, just yeah but, there's, leather. but there's no okay. Fabric, chalkboard fabric, mm-hmm. chalkboard oh, fabric, Joanne's, and it actually looks prettier. And oh, hold on, uh, hold on, communications. Yeah, yeah. We're losing you here. We're losing you. Let's 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 pause for a second and wait for her connection to go and even out here, and then we'll let her speak. Anyway, um, what the fuck was I saying? God damn. You were talking, you were talking about uh, chalkboard fabrics. So, what is uh, chalkboard fabric? Yes, yes. It's let's... a fabric that is like an intermediate between vinyl, not vinyl, like like the stiffness of vinyl and like pleather. Uh, and they just have it at Joann's. I guess you can just write on it with chalkboard, with chalk, like a chalkboard. Uh, but I've used right it Write on a board with chalkboard. Write <laughs> on it with a chalkboard. Chalk. Rub your chalkboard on the... No, uh, I don't know though. But for I use a lot of four-way stretch pleather because I'm obsessed. Um, <laughs> That's what I did the booty for Winston out of. <laughs> I use so much four-way stretch pleather. Tyler's like, stop making things out of four-way stretch pleather and vinyl, and I'm like, no. 
<laughs> she's like, this isn't hanging right. It's not moving. It's not holding its shape or anything. Well, yeah, because using four-way stretch and it has no, it has no strength or anything. It just wants to bend with anything that holds weight on it. Let me use my four-way. It, the four-way stretch pleather gold that Yaya Han puts out is so perfect. It's so good. There's actually a Walmart knockoff for like five bucks a yard instead of 30. Hmm. Uh, pro tip. Yeah. But yeah, I was just thinking about that mostly because like I want to start because I know for a fact this project is going to be a very long process and it's going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm probably I'm definitely going to be setting off a, a setting aside at least a decent amount of money for it. Shoot a deer and skin it yourself. <clears throat> the funny thing is I have a I know a tanner. <laughs> <laughs> so I know why are I, you asking this question, Cole? Just go all in. That's just it. I was just like, I don't well, know. Well, like, leather is actually not... really hard to work with <laughs> if you're making all costume. I even pleather. Pleather is hard too. It's like trying to sew through. It's a thick material. Your machine hates it. Mm-hmm. Your sewing yeah. machine hates it. You need like, a thimble. Need I would essentially it. need to commission at least two separate people for gear. I would need to make a find. I have to find a leather worker that would do custom work. And I would need to find a cost a costumer to help me out with the rest of it. You could find someone who could work with that. It's like uh, uh, you 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 get a good chance of finding someone who would be able to work with both leather and fabric. <coughs> yeah. um, but regardless, if you're trying to do it like that, that'd be really expensive. You're just making a coat then. Yeah. Um, but no, it's wanna... a it's a full outfit. It's literally everything down, all the accoutrements, all the pant the pants, the boots. I'm like gonna that. say uh 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 you are shooting you're shooting way up here. You need to bring that down a bit. Well, I know, but at the same time I also want this to be like if if I'm gonna do like the best costume that I've ever done in my life, I want this to be it. Well, See, this, this gotta, <laughs> like a bucket list cosplay. Like this is something yeah, you yes. want to do before the end. It's not something you go and jump into all at once. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. It's definitely you gotta, not. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta look at what you're working with first. You can't just jump right into that. For like, it also the sound, the way you're sounding. If you got it commissioned, it would just be really hell expensive. And mm-hmm. God, no, yeah, that's. You got you got to start your stats low. You got to like you got to fight slimes first before you start fighting dragons. If you know some what I mean. The, some of the best ways to make some of these uh Victorian style outfits. I got a little bit of uh experience on this with the uh Bloodborne costume was I've taken an old military trench coat, take the lining out of it and just change that up to uh fit the character. Mhm. For coats, I never make coats. I always try to find coats. Coats are difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no shame in goodwilling things like Goodwill's that is best. goodwill's really good. And also if, I mean, I don't know if this is what you would want, but buying costumes online is really easy and, and kind of the most economical way to go, especially if you know how to alter costumes to get the fit better. Or if you know somebody who could alter it for you to get the fit to be how you want and add lining and add interfacing where it needs to be. Yep. Uh, but then that's... that's popular. It's a popular series. It probably has. It is it is good to go just go if you need to buy a dress shirt or pants or something like that. Yeah, go to go there, get something cheap. But then if you're starting to work with something real weird, you're that's yeah, that's no longer an option. Cause yeah, no, no, that's like that's how we did Cole's uh uh Cole's um 
Sanji, I'm bringing it up. His Sanji is, uh, is we went through Valley Village and got him the shirt and like uh, uh, pants and what else? We did something else. We did we did another one. It was Sanji. He's 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 miming something. I can't hear what Cole's saying. And the suit. And the suit. Yeah, we did the suit. I thought we did something other than Sanji do. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. We did that one as well. For the whole oh yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, and what else? Um, your uh, Tulio was also from there too because it was the blue yeah. shirt. God, most of Cole, yeah, most of Cole's costumes are from Valley Village. Valley yeah. Village is our version of your whatever. I, do you have those there? <laughs> our version of your whatever. Where yeah. where you you people donate stuff to them and then they oh yeah, yeah. thrift store, thrift store. Yeah, thrift store. There you go. I would that's, say that's our thrift store. like about maybe 20 to 40% of my costumes are just made out of stuff from uh, second uh, hands and stuff like that. Just sometimes you find real good gold mines in those kind of places. Yeah, you do. You do. Um, God, it's uh, what did I was with my friend John and we were looking for like a leather jacket, a brown leather jacket. And oh, I can't remember what the costume was. It was it was like a meme costume, and we had to find a very specific style of jacket. It was like a very seventies style, seventies eighties style leather jacket that was brown. And we were like, we couldn't find anything. When we went there, and we found like almost exactly the right thing. And it was just, it was, it's either like nothing, 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 or you just you hit the gold mine, you find something that's perfect that you would never find anywhere else, and. It's weird how that happens. I so. always get outraged when I'm like, that's something that get, gets you slowed down with cosplay, where I'm like mad at the store, like, why don't you have teardrop-shaped green beads? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> like, because I always think something's really easy to find, and then when I'm at the store, because that happened to me today, I was looking for teardrop-shaped green beads, and I'm like, you know, Amy, you really went in here looking for something very specific, and... <laughs> was not very much time, so it is not surprising that you didn't find it. <laughs> I I don't know. I've gotten pretty good at like um this is this is like a skill my mom has kind of gotten, uh, is trying knowing where to find stuff. Um and you you gotta try a lot of different places and there is some just weird uh weird places that just have stuff. Mm-hmm. And you gotta kinda like it's 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 almost it's strange how you do it where you like you think outside the box of like oh we're gonna find this one thing you go like you uh, like normally you go to the hardware store to find something and like I just can't find it but then there's like another place that seems a little obtuse when you think about it but then when you actually go wait a second they would have something exactly what I'm looking for I just never thought about it because it was so kind of a random place you wouldn't think about buying something like a fishing store or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like I went and to a sportsman's store for feathers for a costume instead mm-hmm. of when the craft store didn't have nice ones. Yeah. So there are, there's, you gotta really think outside the box and it's, it's, I don't know how you can like train that. It's just something either you can think of or you don't. Um, well, you also I, need I, to think of the opportunity cost of how much time are you going to spend pussing around at stores and looking stuff up at Amazon you know, versus just making certain things. Because I've, you know, gone to tons of stores looking for, like, the perfect shirt. And then I'm like, I could have fucking made this, like, with all these trips and all this stress. And 
I hate going to stores. So. Oh, I like going to stores. I like walking, I, wandering around stores, and gives me inspiration. Goes like, oh, look at all these things. It could be other things. Yeah, that's me every time I go into a hardware store. But yeah, yeah I mean, there there is something to be said for being able to come up with alternatives when you can't find what you're looking for. Because sometimes, yeah, you just can't find what you really need based around the way you intended to do something. And it's what what can I use as an alternative? You know, I was trying to go and find this is really dumb here, but I've been working in uh, EVA, Sintra, PLA. I'm, I'm doing a whole bunch of different materials for different parts of different costumes and trying to go and find a good applicator for a lot of the adhesives that I'm working with has been a bitch. And it's like, I got to come up with something. I got to come up with something. And it's like, I'm walking through Joanne's the other day. It's like, my God, condiment bottle. <laughs> it's perfect. And sure enough, it's been the best applicator that I ever could have looked for. That's awesome. So you're, you're looking for an applicator for glues and such. Well, it's not so much just an applicator. What I'm looking for is a smaller basin to be able to work off of. Because a lot of the, you know, uh, small cans that you'll get for this stuff, whether it be PVC glue or... Uh, God, what's the one you reckoned to me? The uh, grip? what is it? Cygrip 3? Oh, yeah, the weld-on yeah. grip yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, the 16 yeah. or the uh, 3. Yeah, like, that stuff is awesome, but trying to use that, obviously, out of the can is a no-go. It's just going to yes. get messy. So what you have to do, you actually have to use, like, a syringe to use that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I've got. I've got, like, a medical syringe. Um, I will give you some... I, I can probably give you an address to where to buy one if it tickles your fancy. I uh, Honestly, I'm doing great ever since, you know, like I said, I was in Joann's, and I found... Uh, what what do they actually intend these for? Hold on. Uh, here we go. Oh, uh, what do they actually intend these for? <laughs> Every cosplayer's question. Yeah, yeah, that is that is a thing. It, is I know what I would use it for in cosplay, but I don't know what. It's yeah, exactly. For. It's like I, <laughs> I still have the label over here. I haven't cleaned in a while. Uh, yeah. So these were originally intended for candy melts. Hmm. So they've got a nice very small opening on the end there. So I'm able to do a nice controlled squirt on there. And when it comes to cleaning, there's like nothing to dealing with that. Hmm. So yeah, I've just been able to just go and do a little bit of application. And particularly now I'm in a bit of a tough situation because I made the mistake. Uh, somebody who has no business doing any cosplay uh, gave me a recommendation for what to do with EVA because He's used, uh, or he used to own no a business doing cosplay. Everyone has business doing cosplay. No, no, this guy has no business doing cosplay. I will not tell you about how creepy this dude is. Uh, but he made a comment to me because he used to own a gym, I guess. He was talking about those interlocking floor mats and on how they were always coming apart on him. And he's like, so I just use barge contact cement and now the stuff never comes apart. It's just rolled up in a tube in the storage unit that all my shit's in. This guy was creepy out of his mind. Make no mistake. I'm very glad that this was just a business transaction and I don't need to ever see this guy ever again in my life. But uh, doing a little research, apparently that is one of the more popular methods for EVA connection on there. And I bought and bought a little bottle of barge that 
they were selling over at my local hardware store and was like, wow, this stuff holds like nobody's business. And it's actually flexible, unlike everything else I've ever used. Hmm. Awesome. Unfortunately, I bought too little of it, and now my hardware store is no longer carrying it. So I'm having to wait a week for the stuff to come because it can only ship via ground. Yeah, yeah. So fuck my life. I found the most amazing material I've ever worked in. And isn't I that the hardest away. thing? That's another reason you might get behind. Yeah, uh, <laughs> adhesives. Adhesives are all um, uh, chemicals, and so they're all like shipping them is kind of a hassle. So trying yeah. to ship adhesives, it's just like, because they're, they're technically dangerous goods because they're all like chemicals. Depends on the adhesive. Yeah. yeah I say, Elmer's some are glue, explosive, no. not all. Yeah. <laughs> Elmer's glue, no, but other things are like, it's like some kind of solvent and those are always just marked as dangerous goods. So it's like hard to ship them a lot of times. So. No, that's that's just it. I mean, yeah, uh, the side grip well done. That was Tyler's suggestion to me, and that stuff is absolutely amazing. Only place locally I can find it is over at Tap Plastics, which might be my new favorite place in the oh, world. Oh, yeah, you have a Tap Plastics. Yes, oh, of course you do. Oh no, yeah, you're gonna find <laughs> yeah. lots of goodies there. That's oh that, yeah, no, I, so... I I spent two hours in there talking with the guys. I I left with like three hundred dollars in all sorts of different crap. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh so that's that that glue is like uh we are the only one in our city that has it and like the only other person in Canada that has it is like in uh British Columbia and like Toronto or something cuz it's mm-hmm. like it, it getting it across the border is kind of weird because again it's really chemically uh and it comes from like tap plastics and such and it's just it's hard to get a hold of, but if you can get a hold of it, it works great for acrylics and all that jazz. Yeah. So it, it works on acrylics, polycarbonate, styrene, butrate. I've got some right here. Yeah. This, is, this is the 16. <laughs> I've got in my hand. The 16 is like clear and kind of like gooey. Oh, that's a little bottle that. of 16 you got there. Yeah, there's a little thing of 16. I don't need a big thing of 16. I I, I get to tap plastic so rarely that I just <laughs> bought the big ones. It's like, I know I'm going to use it. Yeah, well, I've got all the stuff at work, so like I can yeah. just if I need to go okay. into work, and then like I just got a nice little container of this of the three. It's over there. I don't need to get it, but I got a syringe, and that's how that's how we do all our acrylics at works. Is we use that, and we just have a like a medical syringe that is like you get them from uh, this acrylic store can get them, but they're like veterinary glass ones because like if you go buy a syringe, they're going to be plastic for humans, but you can still get glass ones for. Uh, veterinarian work so that's what they are they're like they look like old style glass syringe and then they've got the medical tip on them so the tip that's on it is uh as as thin and as fine that is a medical tip so you just pop it right at what injury your spots that you need to just squirt a little into there and then any joints that are pushed against each other since it's uh kind of like an alcohol adhesive it has a very good tension so it, like it just coats everything almost like it's soldering it where like if there's anything that's really close together the water tension will like touch and then like suck it in to any spot that's like close enough so it's it's really fascinating i don't know that's glue that's adhesive oh, i God. really like those syringes for uh e6000ing gemstones onto things yes um, an endodontic syringe uh e-n-d-o-d-o-n-t-i-c like root canal syringes that you would use to flush a root canal tooth with bleach uh, are the perfect diameter. And I think plastic or glass, I use them interchangeably. 
like plastic's fine, I think, but that's just what I have at work. So I just took those. Oh, uh, and then you yeah. do need to change the tips sometimes. So, but yeah. yeah, those are really good for gemstones for E6000 because if you put too much, it seeps out the edge and it looks sloppy and, and gross. Hmm. So, thanks, so. Mama Samu, for that tip. That so you're using <laughs> syringes too. See, yeah, syringes. Syringes yeah. work great when you're applying <laughs> adhesive. I never would have thought of that. Yeah. It's just you. The worst part is like if it's too thick of stuff, then you might start clogging things. But then that's why syringes <clears> have <throat> changeable tips, and you just fucking get a whole roll and change. Just get a whole box and... of them. Yeah. Yes. So basically, Plastic what we're encouraging you to do is go to your local or go to your local drugstore or grocery store. Go into the bathroom, and they've got the used <laughs> needle bin. Just go and stick your hand in there and go and grab one of those. Just yeah. for right in and grab a handful. There. For Three a second needles. there, my brain literally was, was thought you were going to say, go to your local drug dealer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't right. recommend those syringes, nor would I recommend the ones from you know, your local Safeway or anything like that. But really, I mean. <laughs> Free syringes. Would it work? Yes. So I, you? Definitely not. I got a question for all you guys. <laughs> Since we're all working with Sentra to a certain degree for our cosplays, I think that's the safest <laughs> What's your favorite type of tool for cutting out your patterns? Mm. So, We've talked about Sintra before. It's a type of like PVC signboard. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like it's an expanded PVC foam. So it's yeah. It's, it's uh valuable. It is. It's mm -hmm. uh, it's solid, but when you heat it up, it bends. So I interestingly, I last time I used it, I cut everything out with an exacto knife. Um, cutting with one eighth material i can literally just do one pass with an exacto knife and cut right through it um when i was working with quarter inch i had to do a couple passes and man that was making your arm sore and this time i have i didn't know why i didn't think about this last time but i've got a multi-tool which mm -hmm. you can go like put on random things it basically it vibrates or yeah it's goes. an oscillating tool head <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i i've got a drywall bit it looks like a half circle with a bunch of teeth on it Mm -hmm. And that just rips through it like nothing. So I just popped it down, went zzz, cut through it, and it it works really well. How's that different from using a Dremel on it, though? Because I've been advised not to use a Dremel. Well, uh, Dremel is rotating. Uh, this just oscillates back and forth, like, slightly. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You, you know the medical saws that they use to go and cut through uh, casts. casts and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. it's just ultra her ultra small length uh vibrations basically that are doing the cutting on there that's great for that kind of application uh on the eighth inch stuff I, yeah i go and use generally it's a box knife because that's just what i've got a million of from yeah all my years in retail so i've done most of that i did the same thing that tyler did because i do have a section that was done in quarter and i cut it that way and when i got it down to smaller sections I actually ended up still taking passes through with my bandsaw just to help me go and get a more precise uh, yeah. rounding of the way I wanted it on there. So it, I know it, most people don't have one of those, but it, it's versus uh, it's your detailed versus your bulk. So yeah. like using that, cause like when you use, if you're using a jigsaw, a jigsaw would tear it and rip it up yeah. and down too much. But like that is so minute of a, uh, of a degree of turn that it just kind of vibrates its way through. Um, but I also, I used it not just for quarter, I used it for half inch too, because I've got some half inch Intacell, which is the same thing, different brand name, but same thing. Mm -hmm. So cutting through that, you're not going to cut through that with a box knife. No. So. <coughs> nope. No, the so. quarter I started, it was like, okay, that's it. Go ahead and break it out the big gun. 
Yeah. See, you could use half inch with a uh, with that little. Um, ba- is it a bandsaw or is it like a jeweler saw? Mm-hmm. Mine is an actual bandsaw. I just switch it out to go and have the uh, eighth inch blade. Oh, nice. Okay, so yeah, no, that worked great because it just pulls in one direction, and then it would just it would cut through it beautifully. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. And you can get really detailed stuff with that. So if you had a bandsaw, use that. But then, like, just a multi tool or just a knife. Mm-hmm. It comes down to how much thickness of material you're working with and such. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't imagine putting the eighth inch through just because. I mean, granted, I'm using, I'm doing larger pieces of this. So it would be very hard to get an accurate cut on the bandsaw trying to do that with eighth inch anyway. But I just imagine because eighth still has a lot of give to it when it's fresh, especially if you're going and, you know, cutting with the grain, which at some point you're going to have to. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I've never yeah, you don't have grain. graining on yours? I don't have graining on anything at all, I think. <laughs> You've got grain on yours? Yeah. I mean, oh. it's not a traditional grain like, you know, wood or anything like that, but it bends better in one direction than another. Oh, no. My stuff like uniform. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'll have to see this. Yeah. Intrigued. Yeah, no, that's analyze my costume, my man. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Well, then, anyways, yeah, continue. Yeah, continue <laughs> yeah. no, but yeah, the, the eighth inch just has enough play on there that I'd be terrified to go put there through my bandsaw. Like, I was worried. <laughs> I, I will admit, having only done a little bit of like signing work with Sintra before and not having used it a lot for costume stuff, you know, especially not something large scale. I've used it for small little detail things because it's, it's a great material. Uh, I was just thinking. Yeah. Because um, you said you had a bandsaw. I've seen it. Yeah. And I have a couple other things. And I was just thinking, I'm like, I wonder how useful a jeweler's saw would be. Mm. I mean, for something like that, it could have its place. But, I mean, yeah, you'd have to be really careful, though. Yeah, because jewelry blades are very difficult because they're made from metal, though. Yeah. Well, they would cut through it like nothing. Uh, This thing is a jeweler saw. It's reciprocating, so it goes up and down. So if you, it's just basically like a really fine jigsaw. It would cut through it like nothing. I know. I know Um, it would cut. I'd just be worried about those blades in particular. They're not designed for material like that. They're designed for something that's going to be more stout and rigid. Uh, Uh, well, you. Normally, they've got a foot on them too that would keep it down. So, uh, guess, like that yeah. thing, Sintra is it's it's easy to cut through. Yeah. So uh, that material, uh, like a jeweler blade, would still just cut through it like nothing because it's it's uh, it's just it's an easy thing to cut through. Yeah. And the only difficulty is when it gets thick of like trying to cut through it. So, yeah. So I think a jeweler, like if you're doing any, if you wouldn't want to cut bulk stuff it'd all be detailed stuff you'd want to work with a jeweler saw with because that's what you do a jeweler saw with is detailed work so yeah if you had like really intricate like weevils and swirls and inside circles of things then yeah go hard on that kind of thing because you get those really nice curves all nice and neat if you needed to mm-hmm. which would be hard to do with and it would be a lot it'd be a lot less work than doing it by hand with a uh exacto knife because trying to do curves with an exacto knife sometimes uh, it just slips. Oh, I hate that. Just... You're, you're oh dang no wait battle damage. Yeah, <laughs> it, that's like the best part, especially when you're working on some costumes. Like dang it, wait no battle damage. This works. 
I, I can make it work. I'll just I'll just push it out a little bit. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but, but here's so. the other funny thing is that when when I've seen that get worse, it's mm. like oh, battle numbers. This works. I'll just make it. I'll just expand it. Just oh fuck. No, it's fine. Now it's a bullet hole. It's even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're and a medieval knight. Right. There's like, oh, no, it's a mortar round. Okay, okay. <laughs> just rip right through me. Oh. Okay, I just got to do a little bit more here. It's just like, oh, oh crap. Oh, crap. Uh, shrapnel. Shrapnel. This thing got torn to shreds and then eventually just ripped it through. I am in my underwear. I'm just in my underwear now. Spidey no, underwear. see, at that point, you're. Uh... You're a medieval knight coming off the battlefield after a really bad battle. No, you're what's his name from? You're what's his name from Ghosts and Goblins because he always loses his armor. <laughs> oh God. Um, Rob. Yes. What program are you using for 3D modeling? Uh, so, somebody gave me a license for AutoCAD. And I okay. am shit with it. So it's not good for that. 3D modeling. Out of it that. is not. Somebody, I don't know. I, I made the mistake of going off of just one YouTube video, and that's why I sought it out in the first place. So now I've got two applications that I'm working with. One that I'm not really good with. Your blender is good. Well, that's one of them right there. So yeah, it's blender, open source. Yeah, blender is free. It's open source, and I've been taking a Udemy course. Uh, for how to work in 3D modeling with that. And it's a little bit complex. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Blender is like a, is a huge learning curve. No, that's just it. Like I, I cannot model anything right now that I can use in Blender, but I want to learn it because it has a lot more depth and capability than what I love with the other thing I'm working with. And this is going to blow some people's minds. Uh, blow my mind. Tell me it. Uh, believe it or not, I am using Microsoft 3D Paint. Hmm. 3D Paint? No joke, man. No not joke. Not their 3D model. Yeah. Really? No joke, their man. paint? Yeah, no. So here's the thing. Uh, God, I need to look up because he changed his name on Instagram. So for anybody that knows uh, Swansong Creations, I printed her uh, Chronal Accelerator for her Tracer costume a couple of years ago. And the person that we got the model information from uh, now goes by the name uh, Final Form Studios on Instagram. And if you haven't seen this guy's work, he's really impressive. He does a lot of uh, morph suits, Super Sentai stuff, a uh, little bit of Daft Punk here and there. He's very cool in the stuff that he works with. And I've talked to him off and on for a while uh, just because I loved on how well-designed the actual armor was and I asked him what he works in and he says I just do everything in 3D paint. It's like no. It's like yeah, you can look hmm. at the properties and the files. They're all 3D, like 3D paint. Yeah. Hmm. I've never heard of 3D paint. I've just heard of paint. Yeah. No. Yeah, it, yeah. it's that's that kind of that does blow my mind actually. Yeah. Cuz I started using the 3D um Oh, fuck what's their thing it's not the 3d paint it's the other 3d one the 3d modeling for like splicing 3d builder that's the other one yeah for splicing things and such but yeah no he did everything in 3d paint and i mean you can even uh i'm gonna go and link this to uh the other rangers here i don't know how i'm gonna do that for the podcast so i'm sorry if you don't see this you can just go to his instagram and see it but the chronal accelerator he now sells that on his website and if you look at it it's 
Microsoft 3D Paint. He just took a screenshot of the actual model itself. Hmm. So, yeah, I've been doing a lot in that. It's not good for complex designs. That's why I'm learning Blender. But, like, the Common Rider Wizard, uh, I'm working right now on... Because I made one out of fiberglass, and it's just too heavy for me to be able to do anything really dynamic in. I've been working on a version of his helmet, uh, 3D printed, and I've got three or four sections done now, thank God. It's uh, taken a little bit of work here to get everything to manage itself right. But I've done all of that now in 3D paint, and most of it just using... Uh, existing form shapes and then just going and tweaking all the dimensions and sizing on it until it looks more or less what I want it to look like. Okay. I do have another one I want to ask you. I haven't looked into it yet myself. Uh, so it is, so Autodesk, uh, Autodesk is the one that owns AutoCAD yeah. uh, and all that other stuff. They do have another one called Tinkercad, which is like, a kind of open source uh, 3D modeling program for basic modeling. I'd say take a look at that as well. Huh. It might be exactly similar to how 3D paint works. So that's another option. If that means anything to anyone, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm actually really curious about that because I didn't know that that existed. So uh, it's, it's like new. It's like a kind of pretty new thing. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll need, I'll need to look into that because I'm yeah, loving Tinkercad. Yeah, I, I've never done a Udemy course before. Like I just saw they were doing a sale on this particular course for Blender, and it has been a fascinating experience with everything that I've learned out of it, but. I will say I would love to try some other experiences just because it being open source, there's definitely some refinement that I could imagine there would uh, be with somebody that has a little bit more experience as a developer of 3D modeling software. Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of curious if Tinkercad might have a little bit of that. Yeah, it seems like the, it's more, it's way simpler than uh, AutoCAD is and all that such, so but it looks like it'll still be see AutoCAD's very good at having a pretty like even it has learning curve, but it's learning curve is not as steep as something like SolidWorks or uh blender because those are just, those are already up here. They're just like you just to learn anything and work with anything is just ridiculous with those programs, but they're, they're really high end for it's weird how blender is open source, but still a really high end program. Uh, cause I see a lot of people make stuff in blender and it's just like crazy what they're making with a, with a whole lot of, uh, poly, uh, um, uh, what words am I thinking here? I'm trying to say the word faces, uh, I'm blanking, uh, whatever <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the word for faces, but it's like poly, uh, uh, polygrams, uh, mm -hmm. Polygonal texturing? Yeah. You're having a lot of those. Uh, whatever. Anyways. Um, yes, the mesh. That's that's what it is. Uh, whatever. Uh, seeing Blender, it looks... Yeah, it's confusing. Uh, looking at other... It, it, that seems to always be a thing. Either it's the program is just not 
up to snuff and it's like very basic throw these shapes together and then you got a thing and it's like well that looks like garbage or it's like very confusing like okay you've got to work on every single little bit of texture and uh mesh for every little spot so you're like oh you want a curve here well then you've got to make every single little uh polygonal face hooked together to make that huge curve of just one spot and it's like oh yeah i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this no, no, I, I get it. I it's get it. ranting. It's ranting. It's either really difficult or not. So I, I'm surprised you use paint. Yeah. Crazy. I, Maybe I need to try it out. Like I said, Final Form Studios does everything in it. And I was amazed with on how good of a quality he was getting out of that stuff. And the more that I've looked into it, it's like, okay, yeah. So it is all simple designs, but how it all comes together is actually really cool. And I will admit I found my Wacom tablet that I thought I had actually given away to somebody a couple of years ago. So I'm not sure what I was thinking before or where this mm. other guy got a tablet from, but okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> sorry, Max. I thought I gave you one, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I've been using that and there is a, uh, it's not uh Oh God. What the, what the hell do they call it? It's like a weird kidney shaped button on there. It's like the freehand design, but it's not actually freehand on there. And I've been able to use that for things that aren't comprised of, you know, just simple shapes on there. Uh, that's helped out a lot. And it's been nice oh. and things like that. I guess it'd be weird because it does have like a weird freehand and brush and man, God. Yeah. So I start with a simple shape that I work with. Like, you know, for the helmet, I basically just elongated uh, just a ball to go and make the base form on there. And then I layered on top of that for the rimmed areas of the body design and all that. So it was just a lot of little things put together that made one really cool and not very complex, but looks complex model. It's kind of all it is. You just basically yeah. have to break it down to a whole bunch of smaller bits and then just take those bits and just kind of put them together until you got a big thing. It's Lego. You make it with Lego. One big shape, and then there's another shape here, and there's another shape that kind of comes like this. And you just got to figure out where they all are and how to get them where you want them to be. Hey, Amy, you're muted. <laughs> Unorthodox cosplay material, Legos. Mm. Just build your whole cosplay out of Legos. How about uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Magic the Gathering cards? Mm-hmm. That's a new thing people are doing, and it's very cool. Yeah. There's somebody else, the other cosplay me, A-M-Y cosplay me, not A-I-M-E-E cosplay me. And she did a whole cosplay out of Perler Beads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did I just hear Perler Beads? Mm-hmm. How do you even? Yeah. <laughs> like, the amount of work that that would take. Right, yeah, but... Oh, okay. My brain is fried after that one. <laughs> Which means it's about that time. Like that. Yeah, I, I work in plastics and things like that. That's that's too much for me. That's too much for my simple brain. I am ending this. <laughs> Mercifully ending this. <laughs> He's pressing the button on the airlock. Yep, that's right. It's just going to suck us all out into the void of space. But before you that... Suck me out? Or suck me off? Hey! I'm here all week. Goodbye. Quick, somebody throw a red shirt at Tyler. 
after the podcast. Anyway, for everybody that's still listening to us after that rant and ramble and possibly mind-blowing moment where you found out that Microsoft actually made a useful free utility, uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Uh, if you're listening to us, you probably have found us somewhere, but we are on iTunes. We are on Google Play Music. We are on Stitcher. Uh, SoundCloud, for some reason, is still keeping us up despite us not having paid for anything in a while. So that's cool, too, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our show. So thank you very much. Uh, like us, give us uh, reviews on iTunes, preferably good ones. If not, um, well, you know where to shove it. Uh, go host a panel and all that. So uh, yeah, have a great day. Bye. Bye.